Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. Today we're going to be speaking about Paris Fashion Week and how it was a little bit disappointing. We're talking about my experience at Moulin Rouge with snakes, and I'm also going to be telling you about the things I used to believe when I was younger, like the fact that my mum bit off my granddad's finger. Also, I just wanted to say a huge thank you because I overwhelmingly got a lot of like messages since my last podcast and all the messages are really really cute and really really nice and I love getting messages from you guys on my podcast because then I'm like wow people are actually listening to this because like right now it obviously doesn't feel like anyone's listening but the fact that like people message me just makes my heart really really warm so thank you and I love you anyway let's get into this podcast okay so last time we spoke I was just about to head off to Paris Fashion Week I told you I was going to give you the full rundown And so that's what I'm here to do. I got back last night. I was there for a week. Can't complain as well, because, like, shut the fuck up. Like, you were at Fashion Week. Like, younger you would have been like, there's no way that she's done that. But I was there, and it was an incredible privileged honour to be there. However, I want to just, like, maybe, maybe that was just a particularly for me personally like not the best one I've ever been to maybe everyone kind of felt the same I mean I did discuss this with a few of my friends who were also there and they all felt the same so I don't think it's just me um but like I think if you watched my stories while I was in Paris Fashion Week you're probably like oh like I mean maybe not but maybe you're like wow like that's so cool like she's having the best time I just like I just made it seem like that like I actually wasn't even having the best time and then I was like I caught myself today like someone asked me how was Paris Fashion Week like I saw your Instagram like it looked incredible and I was like I didn't even like have the best time ever. So I like shame on me for not being real and making it seem like I had the best time ever on my Instagram because it's all a lie and you should never believe anything you see on the internet. Not all a lie. Sometimes I had a great time. Um, I was there for the, the, a week and I think maybe I spent too much time there because like I wasn't that, I mean, I had three shows to go to, but I was there for a full week and a show is half an hour. So like the in-between times, I really had not much to do. Um... Also, I ended up kind of like going out every night, but without any actual real plans. So I would like meet up with all my friends because, you know, like loads of my friends were there. So we'd all meet up and we'd have drinks and we'd be like, we, like we, n- none of us had any plans. But, like we're in Paris Fashion Week, there's like um, obviously a lot of parties that brands throw. But like you need to get on the list. And like sometimes like we would have no parties that we were able to get on the list for and like we'd show up to a party that we were invited to and the queue was two hours and we got there too late. They've closed the entry. Like, I literally, we would, we would all just go for drinks and be like, this is our praise. Like, we're just praying right now. And then we'd end up just staying at the same bar until like half 12 and just accepting that we're not going to have any plans and then we'd all go home. But we were like a little bit tipsy and it was just like, well, that was a fucking waste of a hangover and money. And then I would just sleep in till 3 p.m. because I was like, what else do I do here? Like, I don't... I think Paris is quite like a like a romantic city as well and like some of my friends were there with their boyfriends um and I think I felt like I was the only one who was like staying alone so like it, it was like waking up in the morning like slightly hungover from the night before but didn't ha- even have a good night so can't be like well worth it because I made so many memories last night like didn't have that all my friends are with their like boyfriends are like really really busy and I was just like okay like you know what could take myself out for a little solo day out in Paris and be productive and actually like enjoy my own company or could just lie in bed till 3pm and that's what I was doing actually sometimes 6pm it was kind of like depressing from me um so don't believe anything you see on Instagram because like although yes I did have some fun times and going to the shows were incredible the in-between times I wasn't bad 
And then I got home yesterday. Um, and I think I was just exhausted because, you know, I've been, as I said, like drinking every night, which I hate doing so much. I mean, I wasn't ever like paralyzed, like, like I remember everything. Um, but my body is just like, I think it was just run on and I just recovered from my illness as well, I, which is still here. Like my voice is like permanently fucked from this illness, like a flu. It's not an illness, like I'm being so dramatic. It was just the flu, but it's just I haven't been able to shake it anyway. As for the actual like fashion shows though, because I do think that's interesting. Um, I went to Mew Mew and Stella McCartney and Victoria Beckham. They were the three shows I went to. Mew Mew was incredible. I love my outfit so much. I lo- was obsessed with it. Um, I'll post it on my Instagram if you haven't seen it. And the show was really cool. It was interesting though. I feel like before all the Mew Mew shows I'd gone to, it was very much like micro mini skirt. I loved it. I feel like everyone could tell I loved it because I like wore stuff like that. Like I, I've bought things from that collection. Like I don't really buy designer clothes, but I bought things from that collection. I've actually got a coat sitting right over there from that collection. I was just obsessed with it. And they're all about the micro mini skirts and kind of like bringing it back. Kind of like Y2K vibes. Like everything was like distressed and just very short. But in this catwalk, they kind of like brought back like a midi skirt. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like... Mew Mew shows can sometimes really like affect the trajectory of a fa- like fashion trends. Maybe it's just for me, but like I I do not feel like Mew Mew shows are really really influential. Like they brought back a fucking micro skirt. I mean, yes, okay, they were a thing before, but like that little beige micro skirt, like that rocked the fashion world. I think um, it rocked my world anyway. So I feel like maybe midi skirts are gonna really come back because that was all the that was in the Mew Mew show this season was just like midi skirts. They also had like a lot of tights with pants over the tights. Like they had like sequin pants or like cotton pants just over tights and I was like okay this is this is weird and probably not wearable but like I can really see myself wearing that I'm really into the whole like um tights heels and like tiny little booty shorts I really like that look and I think that's maybe something have I worn that before I can't remember but I feel like that's maybe something that I'm going to take away from that show and try recreate in actual real life I mean I'm probably not going to buy their diamante pants and wear that oh I don't know no I actually feel like I could definitely I could definitely I'm not very self-conscious about like my legs and like my butt being out I literally in Paris one night I wore this new new skirt that they lent me for the show but I had it for the full week so I was just wearing it like any opportunity I got and it was a belt and my butt cheeks were out like probably like if I moved a certain way like everything was probably out and I didn't care at all I don't really care about legs so I feel like with tights and like little booty shorts I could definitely see myself wearing that and heels um I get quite like self-conscious about having loads of maybe like yeah maybe my top half being out like I like it sometimes I like it for photos and stuff but then like I wore this little like buckle top from Mew Mew as well when I was in Paris and my whole belly was out when I first put it on I was like okay like I'm feeling myself right now I took a photo post on Instagram was great and then I wore it out to dinner and as I was sitting there I was like well this is fucking horrible how does anyone have this much body out in like public like I went to the moon oh my god oh my god I went to the Moulin Rouge First of all, I went to the Moulin Rouge in this buckle top and as the night went on and I ate my dinner and I drank champagne, I was just like uncomfortable because I was wearing a fucking bra and like my whole belly was out and it was just not, I, I, I just hated it. But I went to the Moulin Rouge and I need to tell you everything that happened. So I don't know much about the Moulin Rouge. The only thing I know is, was that movie Burlesque with Christina Aguilera. I thought that was what Moulin Rouge was. I don't really know what I thought. I basically wasn't expecting what I was in for 
I thought maybe Moulin Rouge, I'm thinking striptease kind of vibe. Think, speaking of striptease, I really want to go to a strip club. That is like next on my bucket list is going to a strip club. I feel like I'll have to wait till I'm in America though because I don't think that we really have strip clubs here. Might be wrong. Let me know if there's a strip club in London because I will be there. But like I want to go to like Miami or like LA and go to a strip club there. Um, so if you ever see me in Miami or LA, know that I'm going to the strip club. and I'm super duper excited about it. Um... But yeah, I was expecting a bit of like a striptease, you know, like that kind of vibe of show. Just like a bit of a, a, a saucy dancing going on on the stage. Anyway, I get there. We have a meal. We get to go backstage and meet some of the dancers, which is really, really cool and fun. And we saw all their costumes. An amazing experience. We sit down for the show. We were sat at the very, very front, which was really cool. And at the start, they all came out and they started dancing. And it was just, yeah, it was fun. It was a cool show, lots of fun costumes. They were just doing kind of normal dancing. Then, like, people started coming out with their, like, actual tits out. And I was like, okay, so this is, must be the saucy bit. But it wasn't, like, seductive dancing or, like, a striptease in that way. It was, like, normal, like, can-can dancing and all this sort of shit. Like, kind of the dances that you would do in, like, the school play. Like, it, it, I didn't think the dancing was, like, crazy, like, over the top or anything. But, like, the, the girls just had their full tits so which is actually really interesting to see because as I said in my last podcast I was thinking of getting a boob job and I was just staring at all the different sizes and shapes of boobs on stage I was like I would get that one mm, I would get them like that I like that shape I like that full <laughs> and I was like why have I come to the fucking moon on rose so like tit bros I'm like shopping for tits on stage right now anyway thank you for everyone's tips as well from my last podcast because I said I was thinking about getting a boob job but like I didn't really know anything about it and asked for tips and like everyone like sent me their like experience with boob jobs and their thoughts on me getting a boob job so I really appreciate that I read them all anyway they, they're doing the tit dancing whatever the can can all that sort of stuff then the stage starts to move away from our table because we were obviously right beside the table the stage starts moving back and it reveals underneath a water pit with snakes in it. What the fuck? Obviously was not expecting this whatsoever. I am terrified of snakes. My three, no, my, my two biggest fears in the world are sharks and snakes. And I've never even seen a snake in real life. I've Have I? No, I don't think I ever have. Maybe at the zoo, but like I, I don't remember ever going to a zoo, but I'm sure I did at one point. And I'm sure I've always saw a snake, but like I haven't seen a snake like that in real life. These were fucking huge snakes. Like I've, I, I, I suppose I've never seen a snake that size before, but like I've never seen a snake before. But like they were, is it called a boa constrictor? Like, is that the word? They were massive, massive fucking snakes, right? They're in this water tank and they're trying to get out. And I felt also, by the way, definitely like not okay, like animal cruelty wise. Like, I don't know how they just had all these like snakes like under the stage in this like theater in Paris, like in a fucking water tank. Like, I don't think that these snakes were meant to be swimming either because they were like jumping out of the water, like trying to breathe. And then they were tr- trying to get out of the tank. And I was like, hello? Like I was nearly in tears. I was so, so scared. The water tank was open, by the way. Can I remind you? Then this girl with her tits out comes on, just jumps in. And I was like, right, this is a death sentence. Oh, I wish I could show you photos right now because the whole thing was just, which is crazy because we were like we we're sat there with our drinks you know at our table and then this like water tank starts rising out of the ground so I'm literally here and there's a boa constrictor right here trying to like attack me and then like the girl had to like keep grabbing them because like I kept trying to like jump out and this girl was just like wrangling these fucking boa constrictors and I was near tears everyone at my table was near tears 
And I was like, wow, was not expecting this from the Moulin Rouge. Anyway, then it kind of lowers back into the ground after this woman just swimming around with these snakes. And I was like, how are you also, by the way, not dying right now? Like, surely this, do snakes not, like, eat people? And then it made me sad because I was like, fuck, have they, like, had their teeth removed? And, like, I'm not a snake person, but I'm not. I've got some sort of humanity. Like, that feels a bit grim. The water tank starts to lower down and the stage comes back over and I'm just like, I can't even relax now knowing that there's like that many snakes down there. Then we Googled it after and literally a couple of years ago, one of the snake trainers or whatever, snake tamers uh, from the Moulin Rouge in Paris was killed because one of the snakes turned on him and killed him. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, obviously that's horrible and I feel so terrible for him and his family. But like, people are just like fucking dumb sometimes. Do you know, like, I'm sorry. I get that it's like, a life-changing experience when people go great white shark diving in South Africa but I'm just like grow the fuck up like why why are you playing with your life that frivolously is that a word frivolously because if I just use that word correctly that's incredible vocabulary from Olivia but like that that kind of stuff well then I don't know because like I want to go skydiving and I know that's kind of fucking dumb like why why are you about to put your life in your hands when jump out of a fucking plane like that's weird as well Maybe it's just because I'm scared of sharks. I think that that whole great white, great white shark cage diving is just fucking stupid. Why are you gonna trust a fucking cage to protect you from a great white shark? Makes no sense to me. Why are you gonna jump in naked with your tits out into a snake pit? Don't understand it personally. But that was my experience with the Moulin Rouge. Really, really cool. Cool life. I feel like that's like my main thing. Coming away from that fashion week, I'm like, you know what? I got to see the Moulin Rouge. The Moulin Rouge was not what I expected, but very, very entertaining nonetheless. I just really believed that it was going to be a little saucy striptease. So now I'm definitely going to go to one of them in the future. But I also want to go to Magic Mike, but we've discussed that before. I went to see the Magic Mike movie on Valentine's Day with my friends. Never felt more single in my life. That was the most like single activity I've ever done. Like, how are you going to go to Magic Mike on Valentine's Day? Like, that's sad, actually. Um... But it did leave me wanting more. I know I want to go to the Magic Mike Live. I only want to go if I get brought up on stage and they dance on me. So I need to figure out a way of like guaranteeing that before I go. Because like I'm not going to go and watch some other girl live my dream. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it got me thinking. Obviously, the Moulin Rouge was not what I thought it was going to be. I really believed it was going to be like that movie burlesque I fucking love that movie I need to watch it again I remember like when my parents used to leave the house I used to like put like the whole burlesque soundtrack on but karaoke version on YouTube and sing along and like just think that I sounded like Christina Aguilera reincarnated she's not dead but I just thought that I sounded like her reincarnated I used to like go like (laughs) do you know what I mean like I would do that with my voice all the time when I was singing that song and it just got me thinking as well like what are other things I used to believe as a child that just aren't true I also was having a conversation with my friend yesterday about a sight for sore eyes because when I was younger, I used to firmly believe that a sight for sore eyes meant something terrible. It's because of my mum. My mum misused that term massively her whole life and I had an excuse because I was a child. She was a full-grown adult doing this. If my room was messy, she would come in and she'd go, oh, Jesus, Olivia, your room is a sight for sore eyes. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. So I was just using that, that saying like that for years of my life because of her. So I actually asked in I actually asked in my group chat and my family, like, what other things did I used to believe as a child that just weren't true? And my dad was like Beyonce and I was like, Oh my god, I again forgot about this one. But all he had to say was Beyonce and I knew what he was talking about though, because this was like like a crazy 
just like the weird probably the weirdest thing my mom and dad have like ever really done so my mom used to say that she was Beyonce and you might be like what the fuck like how would you ever believe that but like I I actually have no idea how I believed it but she just said that she was Beyonce and that like what I remember one time she came on on X Factor Beyonce Beyonce did a, uh, a performance on X Factor which is really quite crazy now I think about it I mean I'm, I, 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 I really believe that she did. Maybe someone can fact check me here and like prove me wrong. But I remember, so my mum used to tell me she was Beyonce and that like at night when she would like go out, she was actually going to do shows and I just believed her. I didn't think to question my mum. I don't, I never really understood why she would lie to me about that. So I thought that my mum, like alter ego was Beyonce, like, kind of like a Hannah Montana thing. I thought like my mum was like Beyonce, okay? I don't understand. No, I'm saying all right, you're probably gonna be like, there's so many flaws in that, but I just believe my mum obviously anyway I, we were watching x factor one night and i thought x factor was live because you know you, you you vote and stuff so i thought it was live but obviously beyonce then came on and did a performance and i was like mum you're sat right beside me so you're clearly not fucking beyonce like how is that gonna work then and she's like obviously it's pre-recorded and i was like okay i just believed and then when I found out, I, I remember like, kind of like Santa, I was like, like you know, as you get older, it's not even like someone tells you Santa's not real. Well, anyway, for me, no one told me Santa's not real. It was more just, I'm quite a logistical person. So I just kind of figured it out as time went on. And as time went on, I just did figure out that my mum was lying about being Beyonce. But like, what a weird thing for me to believe. Anyway, another thing my mum said that I used to believe as a child was my granddad. So basically, my granddad worked at... At the docks, at the ship, the shipping yard. If you're from Belfast, you'll know what I mean. But so in Belfast, we made the Titanic. And for some reason, it's our whole personality trait. Like it's like that's the only really thing. When you think of Belfast, what else is there there? There's Boojum and there's the Titanic Museum. And I don't know why we boasted about it so much because it's really fucking embarrassing because we clearly did a terrible job of building it. But anyway, but because of that, it was like there was a lot of people that used to work on, on the on the on the docks, on the ships or whatever. And my granddad was one of them. And he got his finger chopped off, bless him. Um when he was working at these docks. So he had like a, just a stump where his finger was meant to be. And my mum used to tell me that she bit it off and I believed her. I didn't like I didn't question it twice. I was like, fuck. Like my mum must have been a devil child if she bit off their finger. And I just believed that for years. I only found out recently that he actually lost it working on the on the docks. In fact, I actually only really think, I'm going to be honest, I only think I, I figured that out when I put in my grip chat there. And my mum was like, oh, you used to believe that I bit my dad's finger off and in reality, he just lost it at the docks. I was like, okay. <laughs> I fully did believe that my whole life. But good news. Um, Good to find that one out. Got me thinking of, what's it called? Bones and all. So if you haven't watched Bones and all, I'm not going to ruin it. Everyone knows it's about cannibalism, don't they? It's that new Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell movie. And it came out in cinema and I really, really wanted to go see it. But no one wanted to go see it with me because everyone was like, it's so disgusting. And then everyone was too scared to go watch it. And like, I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm a very easily grossed out person because I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. And like, oh, they don't show that much in Grey's Anatomy, but I'm definitely not squeamish. And like, I've had like... Like when when I get like lumps removed. By the way, did I I told you guys that I got that lump removed and they like asked for extra testing. Did I? Well, I got uh I had a lump in my arm and they removed it. And then I kept chasing. I was like, where's the results? Where's the results? And I paid a lot of money to have this removed and like go to the lab to get tested. And they're like, oh, actually, like two weeks later, they're like, we need to do more tests on this. Like it's like all it's all coming out inconclusive. 
but it's going to cost you an extra 600 quid. And I was like, well, you fucking extorted me here because I have no option other than to pay the 600 quid. So I paid them 600 quid and I just never heard back. And I was like, have I been scammed by a fucking, like, lab? Like, I think I might have. So I never found out what it was. So it could be dying. Who knows? Hopefully not. Anyway, when I get the, that stuff removed, like, I love it. Like, I love looking at it. I like, like, asking what they're using. Like, I'm not a squeamish person at all. Um, so I went into watching this movie, Bones and All, with a quite open mind and wasn't really worried at all. Paid for it, like rented it on, was it Amazon Prime or something? I don't know. I just hate doing that. I hate renting movies because what am I paying for monthly then? Like I pay for Apple TV, Prime Video and Netflix. Oh, shut up. You do not pay for Netflix. Okay. I was about to be like, I pay for it. Prime, Netflix, Apple TV and Disney Plus. Like I think I pay for Apple TV out of them and the rest is all my family's accounts. So really can't complain but still like my why are we as a collective my family paying for this many streaming services and then having to pay for movies on top of it makes no sense to me but I still bought rented the movie and when I rent a movie I'm like I'm gonna fucking enjoy this movie because it's like seven quid and it's like I'm not I'm not gonna like this isn't gonna be a half-assed watch like I'm gonna give this my attention start watching it horrified Someone's finger gets eaten within the first 10 minutes and it was the most graphic thing I've ever seen. That's what I thought my mum was like when she was younger, biting people's fingers off. Girl boss, but she wasn't actually. Anyway, gets like 20 minutes in and I'm like, I've just had enough of this movie. Like, this is the most disgusting thing ever. Like, I don't want to watch it. So I just never finished it. Felt like the biggest waste of seven points of my life. But like, honestly, wouldn't recommend that movie. (laughs) It's just vile. Like, it's just not, like, I thought I wasn't squeamish, but watching this thing, like, I just felt violently ill. And I also just don't like things, like, making me feel violently ill. And it was, like, nearing dinner time. And I was like, I'm not going to ruin my fucking dinner here by watching this any longer. Because it was making my stomach flip. So that's my review on Bones and all. I didn't really like it. I get that it's a good movie and it's cute and it's good actors and all that stuff. And it was, like, not for me. It's not for me. Another thing I used to believe growing up, which I don't actually I don't know if this is like if this is maybe true, but it was illegal to have the lights on inside the car. If like someone in my family turned on one of the lights in the car, like look for something, my dad would be like, turn it off, we're gonna get pulled over. And we'd be like, oh my god, sorry. Like constantly, like I I still to this day would never turn on the lights in the car while I'm driving. Is that is it illegal? Or is that just something that my parents have told me for some reason? I firmly believe that my parents believe this stuff, though. What's the other one? Um, oh, the gum thing. My, like, if my mum would tell me that if I ever swallowed gum, that it would never actually pass through me. And I would just get a ball of gum that would just collect every time that I swallowed gum in my stomach and it would stay there forever. So in my head, I've got a ball of gum in my stomach because I do swallow gum sometimes. I'm not about to spit the gum on the floor. I've never been a spitter, personally. Don't take that out of context. I just... <laughs> yeah, like, you know when you're walking along the street and someone in front of you is like... and spits on the floor? I'm like, was that necessary? I don't think it was. Like, what... Like, if it's a bit of phlegm, swallow it. I understand maybe if you've got a bit of a cough and you cough and there's loads of phlegm and it's just a bit grim to swallow it, then I understand why you might want to spit it out. But, like, wait till you get to the a toilet or just do it a bit discreetly. But men, it is predominantly men, will just walk and, like, they won't be coughing and they'll just spit on the floor. And I'm just like, I'm not understanding this right now. 
what did you what did you just spit also how can you spit like that like when I spit it's just like like it just wouldn't work I don't understand why people spit on the floor let me know I really enjoyed finding out like what were some things that I used to believe as a child. I mean, I'm still, I'm just, I'm sure there's still some things that I believe that aren't true, and it's just because my parents told me it when I was younger. Um, I feel like your parents seem like the most reliable source of information ever, when in reality, like they are just human beings. I hate, I, I kind of came to the realization like recently that my parents are actual like humans. Do you know what I mean? Like they just feel like this like far off like other being that's like invincible and knows everything and then when you get older it's like wow they're actually just like a person that's crazy don't know my head's a little bit scrambled right now I think I'm exhausted because I had 16 hours sleep last night anyway I really enjoyed finding out things that I believed as a child so I asked you guys on Instagram what were some things that you believed as a child that turned out not to be actually be true someone said that if you ate crusts on a sandwich it would make your hair curly I also believed this. This is something my mum used to tell me. My mum has like the like like ring like ringlet hair. Like she's got curly hair. So does my sister. I don't have that hair type, but I like I I think if I did some like you know the curly curly hair routine on TikTok, I think that I could definitely get something because like underneath like where my hair is like really healthy, it's definitely like quite curly when I let it air dry. But I don't have as curly hair as my mum and sister do. I feel like when you're growing up you kind of like idolize your older sister and your mum and I remember like I would be like mum why don't I have as curly hair as you or Emma like I'm ugly and she'd be like it's because we eat all our crusts you need to start eating your crusts and your sandwiches because I never ate crust I was never a crust girl don't know if I am a crust girl no I definitely am not a crust girl on toast I'm a crust girl but on normal bread I'm not also I just don't eat like untoasted bread like I think that it's scary when people eat a ham and cheese sandwich and don't toast it. If you toasted it, it's a delectable meal. Like, it's a ham and cheese toasty. Can think of nothing better. It's a croque-monsieur. It's the most delicious cuisine. But an untoasted one version? Disgusting nursery food. Like, that is, like, the worst thing that you could ever eat. I don't understand people do it. Maybe if you put crisps in it, can like, can potentially. Otherwise, it's just a soggy sandwich. It's just, I'd have never really understood Oh my god, I'm crying. Someone said, I used to think memory foam mattresses helped you remember your dreams. That's, I really like that one. I didn't believe that, but I actually do. Speaking of dreams and remembering dreams, I remember all my dreams. And I was speaking to my friend today about my dreams. Like, my dreams, like, stress me the fuck out. They're just, like, the most random dreams ever that just, like, it's, like, not, like, that far-fetched. You know when you have dreams and you wake up and no, I don't even, I don't have far-fetched dreams. Like, all my dreams are, like, something that probably could happen in real life. Like, I had a, a few dreams last night, and I remember a lot of them. One of them was that I was getting my hair and makeup done for an event, and a lot of the time, like, bef- like if I, a lot, I don't get my hair and makeup done for events very often. Like, that's not, that's not a lot of the time. But, like, if that happens, they will come to my house and do my hair and makeup then. Like, if, like, during fashion week, I, I had it a few times. And my dream last night was just that, I had hair and makeup coming around and I opened the door and I let them in and then as soon as we walked in I realised that my whole house stank of cat shit. And I was like, that's not even like that far-fetched. Like that probably has happened and it was just me running around. Like my whole dream was just me running around like spraying Febreze everywhere. I've been like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And like all the hair and makeup artists would be like, ew, it stinks. Like that that was my dream. And then my other dream was... um 
so the dream started and I opened my eyes and I'm throwing up into a bar toilet and I'm like wow what, where am I and like the like bar tender person comes in and it's like yeah I love like you came in and you, you drank so many shots and passed out and now you've been throwing up in the toilet do you not remember and I was like no no I don't remember like I don't know where I am and she's like you're at a bar in Finchley Road which is also just so random. Like, I've never been to a bar in Finchley Road. If you know what Finchley Road is, it's just like a road in London. It used to be near where I used to live. And I was just like, why am I here? And then, like, eventually, like, I get up and I walk out of the toilet and everyone's just, like, in the bar, just, like, looking at me, like, oh, like, drunk and full. And then I think it was one of my brother's friends came and picked me up. And they, like, they lifted me, like, um, you know, like, that kind of lifting, like what would you say that is not a fireman's life but they lifted me up and it just felt so nice to be like held like that guys I like I honestly felt so emotional when I woke up I can't even remember who it was or what boy it was that came and picked me up but anyway a boy came and picked me up and um I know what it was oh my god right so my brother I, again don't know who the boy was but someone came and picked me up and I was trying to get to my ex's house on uber but I couldn't type in the address and I kept trying and kept trying and we just got so upset because obviously I must have been really drunk or something and I just couldn't like the keyboard wasn't working I feel like that's a lot of my dreams like me trying to do the most simple things and I can't quite do it and I was like oh I just need to go to my ex's house brother's friend shows up I feel like it was my brother's friend but I can't put a face on this person and they lifted me up and they carried me being like it's gonna be okay like I've got you and I was like oh this feels nice and then I woke up and I was like there's no six foot five man picking me up right now and telling me it's gonna be okay and I'm really sad because I've just woken up at 9am on my sofa to not a single notification on my phone I hate waking up to no notifications on my phone. It is the most, like, it's a normal thing. Like, everyone else was sleeping. And, like, I did check my phone at, like, 2 a.m. when I woke up or whatever. But, like, why has no one, like, why has no one texted me during the night? It just makes me really depressed. And, um, yeah, I got really sad after that dream for some reason. So I texted my friend and was like, oh, Leo just had this dream. Like, it was the worst dream ever. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, what was your dream last night? And he was like, I had, like, the same one every night. And I was like, oh, my God, what is it? And he was like, it's just the H bullies me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He goes, yeah, like, H, like, offers to sign my shoes. And I let him. And he just writes the F word. And it's just him bullying me. And I was like, oh, sorry to hear that. Mine were crazy. Okay, someone said they were told that seven spiders crawl into your mouth every year in your sleep. Is that not true? Like, no, okay, I actually don't think that's true. I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. How would I know? I've been asleep. However, I'm not a mouth breather. And I was, I've been, as I said, I bring it up every fucking podcast because I it actually is affecting me now. But anyway, I, w- I had the flu, cold kind of vibe. And because of that, my nose was like blocked for a long time. So I had to start breathing through my mouth. And I hate it so much. I'm not, I'm very blessed. I've always been a nose breather. And I know that like there's a lot of like health. What, what, what would you say that the opposite of a health benefit is? Health and benefit of being a mouth breather. Like, you know, I actually don't really know what they are, but I swear it's bad to be a mouth breather. And my sister's a mouth breather because, like, every time we're on the plane and she falls asleep, she's literally, like, it looks like she's, like, 
like her mouth goes so open. Anyway, she started like taping her mouth shut at night as well so that she'll like be forced to be a nose breather. But um, yeah, I, I had to become a mouth breather for a couple of weeks and I just don't understand how people do it. I was waking up and my, my throat and my mouth were like drier than anything, any material on earth. Like I, it, it felt horrible and I was like, how are people doing this every single day? Like that's crazy. And also, yeah, maybe if you're a mouth breather, then you will swallow seven spiders a year. I saw like a full like it. Mu- it must have been like a spy, like a spider had been in my house and like laid eggs, and then like all these little like tiny spiders had exploded onto my wall, and they were like quite high up on the wall, and like usually like I'd be like uh, I don't know like if there was like a man in my life I'd be like can you kill them, but I was on my own, and I was like. Mm. I'm not going to touch it. So I just walked away. So now there's probably like a full fucking family of spiders in my flat and I just can't be bothered to do anything about it. So that's fucking karma. Like I'm going to be swallowing spiders in my sleep, but like realistically, what am I going to do? Times like that, I'm like, maybe I should get a boyfriend, but <laughs> I shouldn't get a boyfriend for that purpose, obviously. Um, So I'm just going to have to live with the spiders. This one, no one actually said, but it just like came to my head. Growing pains. Growing pains were like an in, like a huge part of my life growing up. Like I had them maybe like five times a week, like not able to sleep. Like I would go into my mum like crying hysterically. She would come into my room. She would just punch my legs constantly, like constantly be punching my legs. Like that was my fucking childhood growing up was me lying in bed crying. And my mum just sitting there like at 4am just like punching my legs and like just trying anything to make my, to make me feel better. And like this pain was so intense and it was so annoying. And now I'm like, I look back on it and I'm like, I didn't even grow that much. Like I'm not a very tall person. Like I, if I if I was like a basketball player, like I would understand. I would understand if they said that they grew up their whole life with like terrible growing pains. But what are growing pains? Not we're actually really getting into it. Something that I should definitely be researching because like I still get them. I still get growing pains, and I'm not growing. So it's not growing pains. Sometimes when I'm hungover, I get them intensely. So I'm thinking maybe it's like something to do with being dehydrated, because actually. I didn't drink a lot of water growing up. I was never a big water drinker. And I remember I hadn't drank water for like three weeks. Maybe I'm being dramatic. Maybe it was like two weeks. I would get the most intense migraines ever. And like we went to the doctor and the doctor was like, we like you need to do like a food map and like see if it's like, what if it's something that you're eating that's giving you these migraines. They like prescribed me like really strong, like un- like migraine medication, like painkillers and shit because I was like, like I couldn't go to school and stuff with them. Like they were so bad, these migraines. And then I just started drinking water and they went away. So, fucking dumb bitch. But anyway, um, and I haven't had a migraine since, actually. I do not get migraines. But yeah, growing pains, um, maybe it is something to do with being dehydrated because I still get them. But like, I just feel like, what like what are growing pains? Like, surely when you, gr- I don't know, it, it, it's crazy. And the only way that I can get rid of them now is if I shake my foot. And I, I, I'll get them a lot at night time, like when I'm trying to fall asleep, like still to this day. And I just have to shake my legs to make them go away. So if I if I shake my foot enough, my whole leg goes numb. And I had like, a, I told you guys that I was like, I saw someone for like a week, didn't work out. Um, <laughs> and like he he stayed at my house and I would just be sh- like, we'd be like falling asleep and I'd just be shaking like my entire body. And he'd be like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, it's just something I have to do before I go to sleep. And he'd be like, okay, fucking weirdo. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. <laughs> Someone said bidets were for washing feet. So if you don't know what a bidet is, 
it's not a urinal it's the thing I think I mostly see it when I'm in Europe like on holiday and stuff like summer holiday I don't know if it's like a European thing but yeah there's like these little like look up what a bidet is it's just like this thing only found out recently it's for washing your your butt your butthole I'm like why well I've never used one but maybe I should is it like for after you poo I guess it must be do you poo in the bidet who knows that just reminds me of that time that like I had a motel rocks like Christmas party thing and there was like loads of like hype around it and like they posted so much about it and everyone was really excited for it and it's quite a big party and I remember someone did a massive massive elephant shit in a urinal or or maybe it was a bidet who knows and they had to get like professional cleaners, like pay them like a grand to come out and like clean it because like no one wanted to touch it. Anyway, I I was actually on a holiday with my family like last year and my brother's g- girlfriend is called Beth. And, and my, my whole family, like we, we, we drank a lot this holiday and we'd all just like eaten fajitas and we all were, dr- were drinking so much. We were playing drinking games. and I mean, we were just drinking so much. And like at one point we, in the drinking game, me, my sister and my brother's girlfriend, Beth, all like had to like down our drink. And we'd just eaten like a huge meal. So of course we all ran to the toilet and we were like, I'm going to chunder, like I need to be sick right now. So Emma, my sister, throws up into the sink. I'm throwing up into the toilet. And Beth is left with the only option but to be sick in the bidet. So Beth was sick in the bidet. And ever since, not we don't, I mean, we do call her Beth sometimes, but she has been known as Bidet Johnson. So that's the only time I've ever had an experience with bidet. I've never used one, but I'm tempted to use one because, you know, I do like when you go to those restaurants and they've got those fancy toilets with all the, like, different settings like don't get me wrong I will be trying out the ass washing feature and I I have done it before and I don't mind it and it's fun because it's kind of like a jet wash whereas like a bidet like how I I don't imagine that a bidet is gonna be like jet washing out as strong as these like fancy toilets are because then it would just go everywhere wouldn't it like I feel like it's more like a trickle of water a bidet I don't understand how it works I'm gonna do a bit more research and maybe when I go on holiday my family this year there'll be some bidets for me to try out my my family holiday actually got booked for this year and I'm so I'm so cute that my mum still like wants us all to go on family holidays because I feel like that kind of is like something that stops when you're like 18 when the youngest is 18 but my mum still wants to do it and we're going Greek island hopping how cute is that like I've always wanted to do that and the fact that I get to do it with my family is the cutest thing ever and then like we're only going for like a week and then my mum and dad are gonna stay on and go Greek island hopping together and I was like that is the cutest thing I love you guys my mum and dad are actually coming over um I'm starting to think that they're listening to this podcast and thinking that I'm sounding unhinged because they just texted me and they're like, oh, hey, Olivia, like we've booked a flight to come over and stay with you like this weekend and we're just going to like spend some time with you. And I was like, why? Like obviously so happy that they are, but like it's giving that they listen to my podcast and are worried about me. So my mum and dad are coming over this weekend, which I'm actually thrilled about because I actually need someone to just hold me. Because I'm feeling fragile, but maybe I'm just tired. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think, no, I know that they listen to my podcast and they, I'm just thinking that they must think I'm sounding unhinged because there's no other reason for them to spontaneously book a flight over to London to come see me. Like, I don't think they like London that much. So there's that. Okay, I'm going to head off now because I need to get ready for this evening. This evening, guess where I'm going? I'm going to an 818 launch event so 818 like the tequila Kendall Jenner's tequila is launching 
in the UK and they're having a party for it and I somehow managed to wrangle myself an invite so I'm gonna go get ready because I need to be looking slick for that because she's gonna be there how crazy Kendall Jenner Kendall (laughs) I feel like I'm just gonna be like the entire time I mean I don't I'm gonna be anywhere near her at this actual party and like I'm sure she'll be in a complete different room but like pretty cool that I'm gonna be within the same vicinity starstruck anyway I'm gonna go get ready for that because I need to look good in case by any chance Kendall Jenner happens to walk past me. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. Uh, Keep an eye out on Friday for my mini monologue. But yeah, love you. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman. 